Welcome to another episode of More Happy Life, the podcast that will teach you how to trigger upward spirals of health and happiness in your life. I'm Andy Proctor, a happiness activist whose goal is to make your life more happy with science-backed strategies and powerful interviews. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. Welcome back to another episode of More Happy Life, and not just any other episode. This is episode 100, guys. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So I have a question for you. How many destinations around the world are on your bucket list? Do you get excited to travel around the world someday? I definitely get excited about that, and you are not alone. You know, one of the top regrets of the dying is that they didn't travel more, right? It's crazy. So what holds you back? And You know, today in today's episode, I hope to... Uh, inspire you with our guest to get out there and travel. I interview a travel expert today. Her name is Kylie Chen. She's an amazing person. She's traveled to 104 countries around the globe. She studied business strategy and international development at the Marriott School of Management and attended the universities of Oxford and Cambridge to study social innovation and business strategy. Her international experience and love for authentic travel led her to found Akanella Expeditions, which she grew to a million-dollar business by the age of 25. How crazy is that? That's amazing, right? Uh, on top of this, she has cracked the email marketing code, uh, growing her business email list from just 500 to over a million in just a few years. She was recently featured in Utah, Utah's uh, business top 40 under 40 for her business Akinella Expeditions, which allows you to immerse yourself in a hands-on cultural experience around the world while you travel. It's really, really cool, guys. It's not just go on a trip, uh, but it's like go on a meaningful trip, right? And do something um, that's good for the, the local economy, that's good for the local artisans, um, that does good things. So, I was so impressed by this that I just, I had to have Kylie on the show. <laughs> so, um, and also just by her, uh, her experiences that I wanted to share with you about growing a business and how that has affected her, um, impacted her happiness and, and meaning in life as well. So, you know, travel is one of those things that has brought so much meaning and positive emotion into my life that I just, I, I wanted to have Kylie on this, uh, on the more happy life, uh, podcast and share it with you. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed interviewing Kylie. So enjoy this. And, and, and I'm just so excited to put out this 100th episode of more happy life. Hey, Kylie, thank you so much for being on the show with me tonight. I'm so excited to have you on the More Happy Life podcast. Woo! Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was, super, uh, I was super glad to meet you the other night when I, uh, we came and saw, my wife and I came and saw you uh, speak, and it was, I was so inspired. I mean, whenever I go to those events, I just, I'm always inspired to just be more and to do um, great things, make the world a better place. And so you definitely inspired that in, in me for sure. So it was a fun night. It was, I'm glad that I inspired you a little bit. <laughs> it was so fun for me to, to meet so many incredible people. I was myself inspired. So 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so cool. So much abundance going on. So, you know, when I was, uh, when I was thinking about, um, what we could talk about on this podcast, I thought so much about the travels that, um, that I've been able to go on, um, in my life and how much those travels have, have changed me. And, um, you know, I, I love uh, how, how passionate you are about, about traveling and how much you've done to help other people to have those kind of life-changing experiences. And I, it, it made me think of this book that I've read recently called The, the Happiness of Pursuit. I don't know if you've, if you've heard of it, but um, such a good book. Where, and the author in this book talks about the importance of having this life-affirming quest right? This quest, we all have to have this kind of quest inside of our hearts. And, you know, I think that you are super engaged in, in these quests, right? And providing, creating these quests for people and even, and having this quest for yourself. Um, so I'd love to hear, and I'd love to listener, uh, you to tell the listeners about your story and how you were kind of led to this current quest that you're on. Yeah, for sure. I've heard about that book, but I have not read it yet. Um, but it's, when you mentioned it earlier in our conversation, it's it made the top of my book list. So I'm excited to dive yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, I feel very blessed in the sense that I do feel like every every day of my life in, in some way is a quest, you know, whether mm, I'm traveling yeah. or whether I'm not. So yeah, diving a little bit into my story. Um, I actually grew up in a small town. Um, my family, we traveled, you know, out of, out of the state in the Pacific Northwest. I'm from Idaho. Hmm. Um, so I always really valued experience, not necessarily international experience at that point, but from a very young age, um, I remember my parents kind of instilling, um, this, this idea of curiosity and constantly learning and exploring, even if it was just in our own backyard. And, um, hmm. that was something I think I kind of fostered as a child, um, with the opportunities that I was given, um, even when small. And so when I, um, went to university, um, I fast forward, had the opportunity to go abroad. Um, my first experience was actually to Europe on a study abroad experience. And it really, yeah. So not like super exotic actually, but I remember being in a sense, very terrified to hop, you know, on an airplane by myself. I think I was 18, you know, um, wow, yeah. Yeah, and fly to England. It was to England, so you know, English speaking country. But I also remember like this this thrill, this excitement, this joy to be in a sense on this expedition, or I guess you could say quest, to go and explore a beautiful part of the world, a beautiful culture and beautiful people that I had never really experienced before. I'd only heard about them or, you know, heard their heard their accents on TV or, you know, similar story to I think a lot of us. And so um that initial experience in Europe started in England and I had the opportunity to at that time backpack because I was a student, you know, yeah. all the funds that I had, um, the little <laughs> funds that I had. Yeah. I did what I could to go and see different people and explore. And, um, I always found that it was just so exciting to be able to kind of meet, you know, people who were so different than me. I mean, not necessarily different than me, but their experience growing up was just so unique and things I hadn't heard, the foods that they were eating, you know, in Europe, they take trains in the U S we don't really take trains, you know, all <laughs> right. were just so different to me. And, um, 
And I love that. I just, I love the idea of crossing borders to learn. So when I came back from that experience, I actually ended up spending about a year. I kept extending and extending and extending. I was studying while I was there. Um, I came back and I was sharing with everyone. Oh, you know, I met all these incredible people. It was so incredible. You know, I want to go to, I think we should go to India this next year to, to Asia. I would love to find some people who would do that. So, you know, I was, Little me at, you know, BYU with flyers. I literally printed out flyers. Like, I was so passionate about this. Like, you should come to India with me, da, 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 you know? And it was just because I wanted to go and I knew that I should probably go with people for it to be, you know, a more enriching and um, overall better experience. Hmm. So it ended up working out and I, you know, went, went to Asia that next year and it was just kind of the same feelings in a different way, you know, meeting with people, cooking in their homes, having them invite me a complete stranger to experience hmm. their, their culture and their home and become a member of their family. And those moments always touched me. And it's those moments actually that keep me going back. So, you know, fast forward hmm. to now, I've kind of fostered those experience into creating the, the travel company at Canal Expeditions that I run now, but it's still that same feeling that keeps me going and keeps me going out. So mm. that's kind of in a nutshell how it started. And uh, it's, it's definitely evolved, but you know, we, I'm still searching after those experiences and that's what we're curating trips around. I really love that. I love that you talked about those moments that you had are what really kind of kept you going. Right. And I th- I'd love to kind of dig into that for a second. So like, I feel like it's, it's interesting, right? You have these, these moments, these powerful moments while you're out, while you're doing something right. While you're in a totally different environment that you've never, like, we don't ride trains here. Or like, you know, you would never think of like, I mean, I remember the first time I went to Amman, Jordan and I thought, I, w- I was just blown away when I was, I, we were driving down an interstate highway and, and somebody had pulled off to the side of the road and they were, and they pulled out their carpet, you know, or their rug and they were, they were doing the call to prayer. And I was like, you would never see that in the United States, right? I've never seen that. And I thought this is, this is, an, this is amazing. It was just those moments, right? So yeah. I'd love to kind of have you, yeah, like talk about how, like, how do you think um, travel is a way to, or how do you think that kind of impacts your happiness? You know, that you, ha- um, yeah, just maybe yeah. like that. Yeah, I think, you know, any time that you're able to cross borders or even cross cultures or put yourself in someone else's shoes, for example, like your experience in Jordan, I've had several yeah. of those similar experiences, you know, and um, it's, 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 so, it's so insightful to be able to see how people live and also, I think, to see how they cherish their lives. Mm. I always thought it was interesting, you know, I've spent quite a bit of time, um, I lived in Malawi, Africa. I spent quite a bit of time in India, as I mentioned. I've been all across the globe, and I've always wondered, you know, why sometimes I see the most joyful smiles, the most happiness come from people and communities that have the least. And I think it's so interesting, and it's something I always take back, and I try to kind of keep with me when I'm home, when, you know, we, you know, when I feel like I have a challenge or, you know, you know, there's a, there's a problem in my life. I always think back to those experiences, right? Those moments that, that, that I just shared with you and, and kind of wonder, you know, what made that moment so happy? And really, I think it was because it was with 
it was an experience that was with people mm. who were so yeah. excited and so happy and so passionate to share their life, their culture, their religion, whatever it might be with me as a foreigner. And I think that, right. you know, those moments also show, told me a lot that, that those people cared about me, which I thought was so interesting because we just met, you know, maybe mm. minutes earlier and they right. were so, so excited to, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's it was just amazing. really incredible. Yeah. And, it, and so I think that's kind of, as far as tying it back to happiness, um, you know, traveling across borders really, or, or traveling, traveling in general allows you to experience new things and to, mm. you know, learn maybe, um, and draw some of that, that happiness from the people that, that, that you see who might have less than you, or, you know, they might have more than you, but I think it's interesting to learn empathy and happiness, um, as you travel. Yeah. Totally. I think that's, I, I think that's a, a key to happiness is like, I mean, the, re, the research shows, right. That, that, uh, our, our happiness and our health is, is dependent upon the relationships we have and, and those connections with people. And so it's, it's really, um, yeah, it's really neat that, uh, you get to have those connections and I think it's, I don't know, but I think you, you tap into, the, the common humanity, right? Like yeah. you see people from some other place that you've never, you've never thought, you know, of living the way that they do. And, and, but you see that, Oh, like they're human just like me. Yeah. And I think that's, um, I mean, that's a powerful experience um, that, uh, that I think you don't necessarily have, like it's just in your hometown. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. I think it also, you know, I think so, so often it's easy for us to place happiness in success or happiness in things. I even see myself with being a business owner now, you know, it's mm. sometimes tricky when things aren't going as well to keep kind of that perspective of, well, you know, in a long scheme of things, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I love the experience and I love the connections, the people behind the experiences. Um, mm. I rem yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And um, I remember there's, there's this one man, Abdul in, in Tanzania, who I remember every time I would see him, he'd have this huge smile. And I would always wonder, why do you always have this big smile? And he took me to his home village one time and he would show me how he was so proud that year he had put one more layer of bricks on his house. He still had 12 layers of bricks to finish his house. So in his mind, if he could do that in under 10 years, he was so excited. And I thought, wow, like how many of us you know, oh. are, are frustrated with our old car or, you know, and so it really puts perspective to things. And I think that's the beauty of putting yourself, you know, going to these places. Yeah. Seriously. No, that, that made me think of, oh, so many things, you know, and I'm just like, gosh, <laughs> problems are the, like, so, it's so easy. Right. I mean, it's like, you know, Stacy and I've been, I've been looking for houses lately and I'm just like, yeah. I just, I have to go back to my time when I was, when I was living in, in Chile and same thing, right? Like, you know, one more layer of bricks on my house, like in 10 years, maybe I can make it right. That's, that's a, yeah. that's a reality, you know, out there. And even in yeah. the small apartment we live in right now, it's like, they would think that it's like a luxurious mansion, mansion you know? <laughs> And they would invite yeah. their entire family to live in one of the rooms, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I think it is interesting, though, that, you know, we always say that, um, 
you know, first world problems and that type of thing. But yet we see so much, so many more mental health issues, so many more kind of issues around happiness in, you could say, Western nations or developed countries like the United States. And I've always thought, I've always Hmm. tried to figure out why that is. And it's not that those problems don't exist in other places in the world. They definitely do. But for some reason, from what I've seen, it seems to be more prevalent. I really think it comes down to sometimes when you have more decisions, maybe more competition, or there's a kind of a constant um, app to compare yourself because we are a country of, of growth, um, that it's tricky, you know, and sometimes in many ways, the problems are very different, but they can be, you know, equally as hard mentally, maybe not physically or, you know, on a survival kind of nature. But um, I've met quite a few people around the world who have actually said to me, wow, it would be so, you know, I would love to live in your country, but it just sounds like there's so much going on there. I don't know how I would stick with my family. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's what it's about, right? It's about Mm. at the end of the day, sticking with those you love. And that's, I think what I've seen, you know, keep, keep the smiles on people's faces, like, like Abdul in Tanzania. So. Yeah. That's really fascinating, man. I love that. Now, the other night when you were speaking, uh, I remember you talked about the importance of building a community. And I, I love that. You know, I love that uh, kind of on the same vein about like people, right? And, and relationships. Um, and I just, I want to ask you, like, what advice would you give somebody out there who's listening to this, who, you know, yeah. doesn't feel like they're a part of a community, but they want to they want to feel like they belong to something, you know, bigger than themselves. That's tricky. Cause I feel like one of the heart, the hardest kind of places to be in is when you feel like you don't have a community and that can be one of the hardest times to feel motivated to find that. Um, I know um, there's been moments in my life where I feel like I've, 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 I've felt that way. Maybe not because I didn't have a community, but because you know, maybe I was having a hard time. And I think like my, my best piece of advice would be don't, don't wait for the community to come to you. Mm. Um, not because they're not there, but maybe they just don't know where to find you, but find opportunities to go and put yourself in places where that community can find you. You don't necessarily need to find them, but put yourself in places. So that could be, you know, even, you know, maybe getting out of, out of your house, going to local events, free events. There's so many opportunities to do that. Yeah. Or, um, you know, connecting with, with people, you know, maybe, maybe even, you know, if, if you, if you do a lot in social media, find opportunities to actually meet with your mentors in person. Mm. Um, if you don't feel like you have a mentor, approach someone who you feel like, maybe is right there alongside you and talk to them and see what's worked for them. So I would say, get, go, get, get out, find, find opportunities to, to be in a place where, where a community can find you or where you can find people to kind of be a part of your tribe. Um, and it's hard. Some it's I, like people that are listening to this who are like, that is so hard. I do recognize that it's really hard for some people, yeah. but it will, it will, um, it will pay off. Yeah. That's really, that's really powerful. I love the idea of, you know, kind of taking it offline, like going and using social media maybe, right? And because there's so many ways to find, you know, free events or things that you're interested in, whether that's through Eventbrite or like Facebook events or like meetup.com or even like couch surfing, right? Like couch surfing has some interesting (laughs) things. I've done several of those. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's interesting. Um, yeah. So, uh, but, but I love the idea of putting yourself 
in front of those communities, right? Even maybe even just trying them on at least, right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And I think don't feel like you shouldn't try because you don't fit. Like I've been into plenty of with plenty of groups with people, maybe they're engineers or, you know, people mm. that I'm like, I don't, I don't have any skill set in engineering, but I think there's a lot to learn from those people and you never know. So don't, so reach kind of to the far corners of what your interests are. And you might discover something that is really interesting and you love. Hmm. I yeah. love that. No, that's really interesting. So I have another question for you because I'm, I'm curious about this. I feel like people who are travelers, um, especially solo travelers, and it sounds like you did a little bit of solo travel and, yeah. um, uh, you know, you have to sometimes be a little bit careful, but yeah. also, you know, I, I think people who are, who are passionate about traveling and, uh, have traveled a lot, they, they share this kind of abundance mindset. I mean, you talked about having, uh, had some couch surfing experiences <laughs> yeah. and, um, and you know, I, I would I've had love- some crazy ones. I don't know if we should watch <laughs> those on this podcast, but my husband will be like, don't share those. <laughs> Sun dried eating sun dried mice, all these crazy things. So wow, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> Couch surfing is definitely an interesting experience, but I think it also comes with this this mindset or a belief that people are good, right? Yeah. That, that people are more people are good than are bad, and you know, you always um, when I've when I've gone to couch surfed myself. Um, you know, it's been interesting because there's always a little teeny like fear in the back of my mind of like, okay, you gotta be not stupid. Um, yeah. but then at the same time, there's like, no, but, but, but when I say yes, every single time I'm surprised at the goodness of humanity. So I'd love to like hear from you, whether it's from like a, a crazy couch surfing experience <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, just in your, yeah. your travels, like, do you, do you believe that way? Like, does, is that what you feel like is the case? Like, do you feel like there are more good people than bad people as you've traveled or yeah. Like what is your mindset around that? hundred percent. My, my belief when I travel is actually everyone on this earth by nature is good, but some people choose to make bad decisions anywhere in the world. I spent a lot of time in Los Angeles, California and you know, there, there are plenty of things that go on um, that are great and things that are bad. Same in Cairo, Egypt, same in other places. Yes, you know, there are definitely in some countries um, larger issues that, you know, can cause conflict. And obviously, um, you know, you probably shouldn't be in those areas during that time. But mm. I truly believe that all people by nature are good. Just some people choose to make bad decisions. So when I um, travel, oh I think, you know, having, having street smarts and having kind of, you know, that extra kind of heightened caution is always important whenever you're, you know, outside of your home, I think in the United States or in your own country or even abroad. So when I travel and I travel solo, kind of one of my things that I, my, my tick boxes that I always do is I'm, I'm always with other people and often that's locals. But I'm always with people, and I think you know, even even the way our tours are built now, 
everything is done with locals because they are the ones that um, know, and, and same when you're backpacking, they are the ones that know the country, they know the language, they know the culture, they know where to go, where not to go. And if you become kind of a member of their family, they're going to keep, they're going to keep you safe, just like you were, you know, at home in your family. And I think, hmm. unfortunately, I don't know why, but in the U.S., um, you know, we, we are, we are, you know, very, we, we, we're, we, let me rephrase this. Family is very important and safety is very important. And so yeah. we kind of heighten, you know, our, our caution. Um, I, you know, even growing up, I don't remember many times when, you know, my family would just invite strangers on the streets to come and eat with them or, you know, it's just not right. kind of what we do here, but the idea behind couch surfing and even Airbnb in a sense. And when I'm traveling yeah. in many countries around the world, especially that are more kind of communal countries, it's not uncommon for, you know, a friend of a friend that I'm with to say, Oh, you know, you have a, a guest in town. Let's go to my house and, you know, cook this great dinner. We want to show you the best food in, in Egypt or Morocco. And yeah. it's not safe because there's that the connection. Like there is trust. I'm not just going with someone that I don't know, or that is not, um, you know, with the person that I'm with. So I think you definitely have to be careful there, but you know, people, yeah, people in general are, are good. And I truly believe that. And, um, mm. I've really never had a bad experience or a scary experience when traveling. Um, you know, things do happen, but you know, most of the time it's traffic accidents, <laughs> like it could be anywhere. It's never about people, <laughs> right. You know, and, and if it is, it's, um, it could happen anywhere. It's just kind of the, the nature of people being able to make decisions. So. I love that mindset. I think that's really, I think it's a powerful way to travel and I think it's a powerful way to live. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really cool. So I want to know from you what uh, right now in your life, what is your yeah. mission in life, Kylie? This is a big question. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I boil it down, I feel like I've I've always thought that maybe my mission at one year was different than my mission the next year as like, you know, my, my goals have ebbed and flowed or my, my, you know, my business has changed or my family situation has changed. But really like when I boil it down, my mission in life is to create meaningful connections with the people that I love that could, you know, that's my spouse, Andrew, that's my family that I was born into. That's my family, all my families around the world that I've been ad adopted into. Yeah. Um, and I think that for me, that is, it puts perspective to everything I do. Everything when, when at its core is around the people, you can let everything else go. And, um, it's, it's a much more simple way. And I would say happy way for me to live. I love that. That's a powerful mission. Thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, relationships are the number one predictor of our, our health, our longevity and our happiness. So it's a good, that's a good mission <laughs> to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love to, I, you, the other day you talked about a little bit about grit and yeah. kind of this, um, you know, Angela Duckworth spoke grit and I love her stuff. She's, she's one of my, yeah. my heroes. And, um, uh, I, I'd love to kind of hear uh, with you because you've talked, you've talked about how, you know, you've had to pivot and, and fail fast. And, you know, with, with growing your business, um, yeah. there's so many things you're learning and, and like, you know, trying new and that comes with failure and, and, and failure comes with obstacles and criticism. So how do you, you know, how do you kind of keep going when that happens? What keeps you going? 
Yeah, no, I think I have, I like to be transparent and vulnerable and say, I have had a lot of challenges in my, in my life and in my business. I think, you know, it's, it's, it's impossible to avoid the, avoid those. And I think it's, it's very hard to not feel them in the moment. And I think it's okay. I think it's okay to, you know, for me to shed a tear sometimes, you know, to, to feel kind of the, the, the challenge, but ultimately for me, the strength comes when I'm able to take that challenge and turn it into an opportunity. And sometimes I do that quick and sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes healing. So I love the book grit because it talks a lot about passion and perseverance. And I think passion, right. Aligns with our mission in life. And perseverance is what we do when all the challenges come our way because they will come. And I think, you know, for me, it's a matter of knowing how to, how to pivot when the challenges come, not necessarily like, you know, the best strategy or whatnot, but more emotionally, you know, how do I take this, this business challenge? Maybe it's, you know, you know, hiring, um, building a team. That's something I'm focused on right now. That's very tricky. Um, or maybe it's, you know, a customer that comes back and something happened and they just didn't have the best experience as you grow, that will happen. I always thought it wouldn't happen, but it does. Um, you know, how do you, for me, I really have to separate myself from the business. So when, when a critique comes or when a challenge comes, I have to look at it and say, this is a challenge, you know, is, is this a personal challenge or is this a business challenge? And then whichever one it is, I focus on, you know, overcoming that and maybe kind of relying from the strength in things that are going well. I think one thing, piece of advice I would have is don't ever forget to celebrate the victories. Mm-hmm. I think so often we're focused on growth and we're focused on you know, I did this last year, I want to reach these goals this year, or so-and-so, you know, grew this quick, um, I should develop yeah. that quick or my business should, but you got to remember to celebrate the victories and look back at where you were and how you pivoted and how you've grown. And I think that perspective will help you get over the challenges faster, even though they're hard. And I think it's okay to acknowledge that, but um, it's, it's always great to, to have that perspective so you can move forward and pass them quicker and make a pivot and not be afraid to fail. I think, I think we should all look at failures as opportunities to succeed in the future. Oh. I love that. I love that. That's so powerful that you, yeah, like you have to celebrate those victories and you know, you work so hard for these things. And then a lot of times you just like, okay, I did it. And then you just like move forward without even like yeah. pausing to savor that moment and just live it, you know, live in that moment. I love, I think that's a very, uh, a, a powerful skill and yeah. Yeah. And I think that going back to the happiness that I would see in Abdul in Tanzania or, you know, even probably that you experience in Jordan, right? People in those communities definitely live in the moment. And I think that having a, a, a long-term perspective is super important to, to grow a business and to, you know, be successful. But what we can learn from that is it is so important to, to live in the moment because that's yeah. where you feel the happiness. You don't feel the happiness in the future. You feel it, you know, you right. feel it. You want to stay for it now. Yeah. Yep. That's all there is, is right now. <laughs> yeah. So that's really cool. Thank you so much for that. And I, I want to see if you have any other, you know, advice for people out there who just really want to have a more happy life. What would you tell them? 
From my personal experience, and this could be talking from like a female perspective, but I think it applies to everyone is with, you know, the growth of social media and with so many opportunities in front of us, it is so, so easy to look at someone next to you and say, ah, you know, they're doing it. I should be able to do it. Or, you know, um, this idea of comparison is, I know it has affected me a lot and it's been something that I've had to really focus on as a business owner or even in other areas of my life. And so a big piece of advice I'd, I'd have, cause as I've talked to a lot of people, I've noticed that this is a big, it's a big problem is don't live a life comparing yourself to, you know, those around you. I think it is really important to have mentors and to look up to people and strive to be like them, but it's very different than internally tearing yourself down because you're not, you're not that person. And I know from experience, cause I've had mo- I've had days, I've had weeks like that. Um, it doesn't help you grow. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's a big piece of advice I'd have, um, because it's something that I, I think, I think it's great to be, to be, you know, authentic and, and vulnerable. And it's something that I still struggle with. And I think a lot of people, no matter where they are in their career, male or female, kind of struggle with um, uh, with that. So don't let that be a challenge. Just celebrate the victories and have, have those people that you look up to, but know that what you're doing is good enough and that it will continue. You can continue to improve what you're doing and at whatever pace works for you. So. I love yeah. that. And that, that is, go ahead. I was just going to say, and that, that has helped bring a lot of happiness into my life. So tying it back. <laughs> that is a powerful message. So thank you so much for, for being on the show, Kylie. This has been so, so good. Where can people find you if they want to follow your journey, if they want to learn a little bit more about what you're doing? Yeah. Where, where can they find you? Yeah. Um, our website is great. That is um, acanella.com spelled well, www.acanela.com. I'm also a big Instagram user, so you can find at a Canela Expeditions or my personal one is more fun, more, more authentic. We have a great, we have, we have both, both are great actually, but yeah. um, it's Kai Trisha, um, K-Y-T-R-I-S-H-A. So love to see you on both. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I am excited to share your journey and I'm excited to share this with all the listeners too. So thanks so much on the show. (laughs) Yeah. And and thanks for having me. I, I, from the moment I met you, um, I just, I was so, I was just so inspired by the happiness that radiates from you and your wife. And so I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to be here and I'm excited for, for opportunities to learn from you in the future. So great friendship start of a great friendship (laughs) i'm excited for it too (laughs) okay i really hope this episode helped you to have a more happy life today if you enjoy this episode share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews you can also find me on instagram at more happy life or by going to morehappylife.co thanks for listening and see you soon